Let us have a look what's happening in the tech side of things. Firstly, uh, Netflix in South Africa is cracking down on password sharing. So what they're trying to do is they're going to see our IPs, check where the IP is listed, and then when the same account is used in two different uh, IP locations, they will then uh, complain and you need to set your primary location and then you need to add a different member to your household. So in other words, if you you are staying in Gauteng and you visit it, uh, or you visit in Cape Town and the two devices, if I'm understanding correctly, are trying to stream, access the streaming service at the same time, they are going to ask you, listen, tell us where's your primary location and you can watch it from there. You need to add an additional membership uh, if you want to watch it from two different locations. Now, this is great because it's working overseas, right? It's working in America and stuff like that. However, it seems like the holding company in South Africa that's allowing us to watch Netflix or that brought Netflix in uh, said that that won't work in South Africa. They are not going to enforce that in South Africa. We will need to buy, per- or we will need to purchase two separate memberships. Your uh, that's going to hurt the bank a bit. Eh? <laughs> I'm not very excited about that. Uh, but I must say, Netflix, um, the amount that you pay per month for the content that you get, I'm still a big fan of Netflix. I think they've got the streaming thing sorted down to the T. And I'm still a very big supporter of Netflix. Now, second thing on this plate for this evening. You know about the Galaxy Watch. You know about the Galaxy Smartphones. Guess what we will be having next. The Galaxy Ring. Samsung has got a patent out to uh, have a wearable tech, not wearable tech in the sense of a a, a watch like we've got with the Galaxy Watch. It's going to be a ring, like a wedding ring or a wedding band as you put on. And they're going to use that to measure health implications. So they want to measure your heart rate, they want to measure your blood oxygen level and those type of things. And according to them, it's going to be a lot more accurate than what the case is currently with the Galaxy Watch. Which is cool. The second thing that freaks me a bit out is they say that you would be able to use this ring to operate other electronic devices. So this might sound weird. So how am I going? I don't understand how this is going to work. Right? Should I be pointing at my TV and then the ring knows where I point? Uh, because the farther away you are from a TV, the smaller the movement, the bigger the effect has on the TV. So that's going to be a bit weird, right? Let's be honest. Perhaps you have to turn the the ring around the finger in order for the I, I don't know but that's just some interesting thing to to con- consider right i'm always baffled by the idea that we are getting new tech every single day we are getting uh, smarter devices smarter devices smarter devices and every single device that you get nowadays can be a smart device i remember when wearable tech started when we had the the watches Everyone was like, why would I need a smartwatch? Now every single person is almost carrying a smartwatch, right? So, could that be the future of tech? Are we all going to wear smart uh, rings? Probably. I I can't see (laughs) that we won't be making use of it. I know the weirdest one is one that Given shared uh, probably more than a year ago, a smart toothbrush. Um, And again, is this where we are heading? And that is what is known in the software development world as the Internet of Things. We've got rings that connect to cell phones and cell phones that connect to light switches. Uh, and we've got uh, uh, light switches or electricity that's being controlled by cell phones. You can automate your entire household by use of your cell phone. Uh, two days ago, I was talking to my dad. Uh, we were actually having lunch and he was like, please excuse me a minute. I just want to see what my uh, geezer is at. 
And he opens up his phone and he accesses the geezer from his house and he's like, oh, it's a lovely 55 uh, degrees Celsius. We would be able to have a warm shower when we get back. And I'm like, what in the world is that? The Internet of Things in South Africa. Tech impact. How is technology impacting you and the way in which you are interacting with the world? We've spoken about this before. Um, there is an um, artificial intelligence that Facebook is working on. Actually, we should be calling them Meta now, uh, called Llama. And they released the first version of it. And uh, I imagine that it's impacted the world in some kind of way. I say that because... Because we haven't really heard a lot of news about Lama, uh, spelled double L-A-M-A, which is their large language model. Uh, Remember that these AIs are basically just large language models that uh, basically just predict how a conversation or story should flow. Um, And I'm simplifying it in a very, 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 very extreme way here, just for the sake of us being able to have a conversation about it. So Llama now has a second version of itself, which uh, Meta has launched and has already announced. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because I find it very interesting that they are now in talks with Qualcomm uh, in order to make sure that they are embedding Llama into every Android phone. I want you to take a moment and think about this now. Maybe not every Android phone because you have the Google Tensor chip um, and then which will probably have BARD, uh, Google's uh, AI, embedded into the chip. But this is what I, what I find fascinating, right? That now this deal is something that is already being concluded between Meta and Qualcomm. Qualcomm is the chip that runs on almost every Android phone. It's a very, very powerful chip, um, and there's different versions of it. The flagship version is the A. Um, it's the Qualcomm um, Eight Plus Gen Two. If I if I remember correctly, they started with the Eight Plus Gen One. Um, but yeah, anyways, so this means that every Android device is going to be running Llama 2. Well, almost every Android device that has the Qualcomm chip. And Qualcomm may, is, is in uh, embedded or not embedded, but is in almost every Android chip around the world, right? Uh, also, depending on what region you're from. Now, this is the part that's very, very interesting. Fe- Meta is infamously known for not being data friendly right um and by that i mean they they use data they to track customers habits on the internet um and they've had a history of taking that data and sharing it with other companies uh like with the scandal that they had a couple of years ago with uh, i can't remember what university or was it cambridge or um, I mean, actually, I shouldn't be naming universities because this is a, a thing that you don't want to name a university that actually was not involved. So, yeah, I definitely do take that back. But um, they, they shared this information with uh, a certain institution that used it in order to they've actually even been accused uh, allegedly of um, um, rigging or influencing elections in, in, in America. So then it leaves you with the question of, do we really want Meta to have that much power on our devices? I mean, while at the same time, I'll personally admit that it is very exciting to think about every Android phone 
uh, almost every Android phone having the power of a large language model, especially now that we've seen with ChatGPT what this actually means. This literally means that you can have a conversation with your phone and tell it what to do in an organic manner. Uh, personally, this is not something that I want on my device, but I can see that this is inescapable at this point. Um, once Meta does this with Qualcomm, every other smartphone is going to do it. Um, yeah, it's it's quite unfortunate that it's inescapable. Another quick thing I wanted to mention is that, uh, which I'm definitely probably going to talk about in another um, um, segment uh, on another day, another segment of Tech Impact that I recently downloaded. Um, I've started using Google's RCS, which they launched and announced a couple of years ago, uh, which basically allows you to send SMS SMSs. Um, and basically, it's like having your SMS uh, app working as WhatsApp. So you're using data to send SMSs. You can respond to people's text with emojis. Um, it, it really, really is amazing. And I've been using it and I've been loving it. There's a number of things that Google actually has. And I want to give you those as tips. But we're not going to get into a lot of detail today. Um, so we'll talk more about it another day. For now, I think we'll just lean on the Llama thing. Uh, Llama 2 which is going to be on Qualcomm chips or silicon chips, um, probably even as early as next year. Who knows?